Yes, I did know that. I did not know that. Yeah. I see one, it's right there on the edge. Yes, I, I uh, found that out like immediately after the first, or after I saw the first episode. Because I watched the credits and read them. No, <laughs> that is so fucking weird. Uh, no, uh, I saw a tweet about it. What are, what are the dates again? Sorry. October 1972. <laughs> That's so, the year Mary was born. Oh, I have to mention, um, Kyle actually picked up another brand new copy of Legacy Betrayal. Okay. Dang it, I wish you lived here. Because it would Me be so much too. fun. It's a fucking awesome game. Okay, alright. Maybe uh, you move back. Maybe you just move I back. I'll never move back to Dallas. Oh, okay. I can't handle the heat. It's oh, July 23rd through August 22nd. It's actually been very mild this summer. I know. It's only been like two days above 100. It's still been horrendous. August 22nd. 2nd. 2nd. Come on! Do you not know the Zodiac? No, because mine's the 21st, and and Aries is on a different day. I'm the first day of Aries. Uh We're very sexually compatible. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Kinkcast, a podcast about sexual fetishes and sexual awakenings and sexual nuances and lions. Lots and lots of lions. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Uh, today we are continuing our. Horny Zodiac series, if that's what I called it at some point. <laughs> Sextrology. Uh, yes, with uh, the Leo woman. And we have on today's episode, uh, me, Chris, here. Oh, are you taking role of yourself here? Yes. Here. <laughs> present. Mary here, present. <laughs> and I'm Dana, and I'm here as well. It's weird that you use your full name, Mary here, present. <laughs> <laughs> so last time we talked about the Leo man, which was really pretty interesting considering I despise that individual. Yeah, we we weren't like a huge fan of him. He was he was just perfect in every way, the ultimate golden boy. And I'm curious to see if the Leo woman follows suit. Now, what is the term that this book uses for the Leo woman? Well, the Leo woman is the sign of sexual expression. Okay. And she is the knockout. Ooh. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. She's, She's like million woman. dollar baby. She's the woman we're all jealous of, I'm sure. She's yeah, that's what the last guy was. Yeah. She's going to fall over and break her neck on a stool. That's what happens in million dollar baby spoiler. Um, rude. It's a movie that came out 15 years ago. Yeah, I have no excuse. <laughs> Guess what? Mufasa dies. What? What? <laughs> That's a movie that came out like 20 years ago and this week. Yeah. Ah, so the Leo woman is the prime mover of the Zodiac. No other individual possesses her power and determination for achieving goals, sexual or otherwise. 
This is weird having three people in this episode. Why? We've never had three people on a Zodiac episode. It's fun. She's just going to fade into, into the couch. She's just sinking in. Powerful in sex and anything else that she, mm-hmm. like, approaches. Okay, interesting. Yeah. She's just a powerhouse. She's like the queen to the Leo male's king. Except, except they don't like each other. Yeah, as I was say, except they don't get along. Wah, 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 wah. Just feel free to just chime in whenever. That's pretty much how these go. It's me reading too much and people chiming in. These oh, seriously? Ups- yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Mary. This is my first rodeo. So uh, the sign and the mind. The Leo woman's ruler is the sun, as it was at the previous Leo man, mm-hmm. and which is the father principle. Uh, in the Leo female, it signals a rebellion against the patriarchal subjugation. <gasps> oh, so she's a rebel. Yeah. Wow. She sticks it to the man. Bring down the bourgeoisie. I, I have so much trouble not ending my sentences with bring down the bourgeoisie. Bring down the bourgeoisie. <laughs> Literally, I was like, bring down the patriarchy. <laughs> I was trying not to say bourgeoisie. Uh, Artemis and Hestia are the Leo woman's prime archetypes. As goddess of the hunt and goddess of the hearth, respectively, they represent the same double duty energy of provider and protector that both real lionesses and the astrological one personify. And isn't Artemis all about, like, she don't need no man? Basically, she's a huntress, she's a survivor. I just took a quiz on a famous quiz site that said that I... And it Artemis. <laughs> it was BuzzFeed. <laughs> it's weird you didn't send me that quiz. <laughs> it was a while ago, actually. Oh, okay. It was during my other BuzzFeed quiz uh-huh. rages. <laughs> so the fifth astrological house uh, rules the creative life force as both artistic expression and lovemaking with the subsequent bearing of children. Ooh, so, lots of little lion cubs. Yeah. She's a little, little She's going to have a whole den. Trying to remember the word pride. pride. Thank you. I say pack, and I'm like, wolf, wolf pack, lion. Pride. It's a murder. It's a murder of lions. Uh, the Leo female usually knows precisely what she wants out of life, practically from infancy. She will be utterly free to express herself, however, whenever and to whatever degree she sees fit. I will, wow. after all, is a sign of, or is the sign of Leo's motto. I will. I will. I will. Uh, the Leo female are not cerebral. Okay. Does that mean they don't think? They're dumb. They're, they're even not though, so smart. Even though later on it's going to say, and they're very intelligent. Mm-hmm. But I highlighted the one sentence that contradicts itself. So they're not, cer- so they don't really value. It's not that they don't value it. It's just not a, a trait that they're inherently strong at. Oh. Except then it will say they were later. In- yeah. Because oh. they're the golden girl. I don't like Leos. <laughs> you know, I think unless you are a Leo, you don't like Leos. Yeah. Not according even, to this book. No, but even before this book or whatever, anything I've read about Leos, it's like, oh, they're show-offs. They're stealers of the show. They're in the spotlight. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, come sit in the corner with me and pout. <laughs> <laughs> But according to this, everyone still is drawn to them and wants to be their friends, even though they are loners and don't like friends. Mm-hmm. They they keep people around to subjugate them. 
Hmm. Or as the Leo male to make fools of them. Because mm-hmm. he's a fuckwad. Swing his large cojones in their yeah. face. Which apparently he does have. He does have. That's the only thing I picked up on from the last. A native of the zodiacal second quadrant comprising the fourth, fifth, and sixth astrological houses and the signs that rule them, Cancer, Leo, and Virgo all represent life as lived on the metaphysical emotional level. So they're emotional? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, I'm biased. The sun uh, rules the heart. And this is the metaphorical heart, not the literal heart. Because if it was the literal heart, you know, it wouldn't make any yeah. sense. Because yeah. the literal heart doesn't generate emotions. It just generates... Blood. Blood. It doesn't even generate blood. It just pumps Yeah, blood. your bone marrow generates... So what else does it say about the mind of the Leo woman or the body of the Leo woman? Well, we're not there yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the mind. We are on the mind. Oh. Uh, She is never one to drift or feel at loss. Uh, She always knows her way, and she lives each day as if it were sacred. She takes special care to focus her free time and inexhaustible energy on her most burning passions. She knows how to play the game, win friends, and influence people. Oh, good. She read that book. Yeah. So she knows her way. It doesn't always mean it's the right way. Mm-hmm. I did point that out about the Leo male, that it does okay. say it's like... They're just very headstrong and like, nope, I know what I'm doing and this is yeah. it. And we all go, hmm, There's, well... There is no alternative option because I already know the one and only correct option. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, her take-no-prisoners approach to realizing ambitions knocks any and all competition out of the running... That survival depends upon cooperation. She realizes that survival depends upon cooperation with others, particularly other females whom she can amass into a pride of sorts. Women who will uphold her alpha pussy position in the pack, doing her bidding, if not outright serving as her pawns, and later as her well-instructed vassals. Damn! Her what now? So it's like the drone females. Okay, so it's like oh. ants. Or, it's or like her wasps. well-instructed vassals. Or like, her... She's yes. got her drones. Yeah. Her drugs. Oh, oh, her alpha pussy? Yeah, her alpha pussy. <laughs> alpha I've pussy. got the omega pussy. It's a butthole. It's, oh, dear. <laughs> well, I think she'd make a good manager of sorts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As the one fixed fire female in the Zodiac, she excels at pursuits that require sustained action and creativity. Though Leo isn't always adept at coming up with creative ideas, nobody can run further with what is already out there than she. She, this doesn't make any sense to me because like, oh, she's super creative, except she can't come up with anything on her own. She just steals other people's ideas. Yeah, well, she has all the drones and whatever buzzing about her. Then maybe she's like, oh, come up with some creative ideas. Once someone gives her like the seed, she runs with it and, and is like, okay, I can run with that and make it better. So she is like all over that Pinterest board. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and more than any other astrological sign, uh, male or female, the Leo woman dreams of worldly renown. Ooh, so, so she known. wants to be known yep. and bold and basically a celebrity in her own right. Famous Is Leo Hillary women. Clinton a Leo? We'll have to get into that in a second. He's got a okay. list. Uh, famous Leo women. <laughs> Oh, there are, we go. Wow. Uh, uh, examples are Annie Oakley, Mata Hari, Amelia Earhart, Dorothy Parker, Coco Chanel, uh, who I believe was a cooperator with uh, the Nazis, uh, Lucille Ball, <laughs> Julia Child, <laughs> Martha Stewart, uh, Madonna, Jennifer Lopez, and Dana's favorite, J.K. Rowling. 
<gasps> really? All hail. I'd be a hell of a part of her. I'd worship that octopusy. Which I find Alpha weird. Alpha pussy? Alpha pussy. Octopussy. <laughs> I'd worship that octopussy. <laughs> Didn't she... That's a Bond villain, my bad. Wasn't she just, like, discovered at, like, a restaurant? Like, she was just a waitress and... Someone she wasn't her. discovered. She, she wrote like a book. wrote yeah. her no, but like novel someone. and sent it off. But at the right. time, she was a single mom, like living on basically nothing. Yeah. Okay. Writing at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought someone like found some of her writing there. No, she yeah. sent it in. I miss her and sent it in and sent it in and sent it in. Yeah, the writer struggle postage. Yeah. Uh, other examples of Leo women are highlighted. Here they are. Uh, uh, famous Leo actresses are Lisa Kudrow, Lonnie Anderson, whoever that is. Uh, I'm skipping forward. Uh, Lucille Ball and Madonna. Okay. there's a, Yeah, not many. Mm, okay. Not many outside the ones that I already mentioned. Hillary Clinton's a Scorpio, not a Leo. Mm-hmm. So she should be coming up in a bit. Yep. Uh, sheer will is what makes these ladies tick, and the Leo is living proof of its omnipotent force. The lioness's particular psychology, psychological hurdle to overcome in life is learning to know when enough is enough and how to gracefully go out on top. Megalomania is too often her undoing. Ooh. And that's the mind. Now we're I think that's a lot of people's undoing. Megalomania? Mm-hmm. Well, just know, knowing when enough is enough. Yeah. Is that megalomania? It's delusions of grandeur. Uh, yeah. I can see that. The body and the soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Leo woman, infused with so much physical and emotional energy, always seems, despite her actual size or stature, somewhat larger than life. Is Adele a Leo? Uh, this book came out before Adele was the thing. I'm sorry, I'm very concerned with like popular references and who they are. Leo is the most tangibly sexy woman. Her presence poses a challenge to a would-be lover, as if to say, are you up to this? Even when pint-sized, she can't help but give them pause. Wow. So she's just like a firecracker. It's Pet Benatar, Leo. Mm. I'm going to continuously do this with I'm every gonna, aspect I'm going to guess that Adele's not a Leo, based she's, on the description. She's not. She is not. She's British. I don't think they can be Leos. Ooh. I'm going to look at British yeah. Leos. <laughs> Dig against British people. You're ugly. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I know for a fact you're very attracted to one British woman. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, the Leo woman is not generally loving. Rather, she, ser- she saves her fervent devotion for just one or two lucky and hopefully hardy individuals. Leo remains devoted to one long-standing best friend from childhood, someone whose life should revolve around her, though rarely vice versa. Again... This leads into, like, the Leo male stuff, where it's just, like, you're just a self-centered shithead who only cares about what your friends can do for you. Barack Obama's a Leo. Oh. Um, well, it's interesting to note that, like, that's in keeping with the Leo male, but also, like, I was expecting her to kind of be more... Um, she's like not willing to stray, willing to explore since she's the huntress. There's lots of, there's, you know, things to, you know, attack or there is a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, as we move on. But yeah, I, she's, it is nicer 
than the Leo male. Okay. Because she's not as, like, egotistical as he is. Yeah. Because it made a point of for the Leo male being like, no, he knows the way. Mm-hmm. The one and only way. If someone else came up with the idea, it can't be the way. It's got to be the wrong way. Right. Because he didn't come up with it. The Leo lady doesn't so much as enter a room as storm it. Her, vivi- her vivacious body language is as eye-catching as her colorfully coordinated appearance. Her voice stands out, a, gra- a gravelly, honeyed growl that regularly crescendo- crescendos into expressions of full-bodied laughter. She is naturally fit, blessed with low percentage of body fat and muscled uh, physique. If, uh, if you've listened to one of these episodes before, you know that I have a lot of problems with how the body types are described <laughs> because that's genetics. Mm-hmm. That is pure genetics. Yes. And you also know that I completely skip over anything that has to do with family life. Yeah. Because I don't see how someone's sign can regulate how their mother and father were. Yeah. Huh. I think it makes sense. Yeah. Well, unless it's in reaction to that sign. Just Only like one Durs- really comes up a lot. Just like the Dursleys were so mad because they were living with a Horcrux. Yeah. Well, Just offering another the point aunt, of view. The aunt was also supposed to be mad because uh, Lily was the one who got the letter and she always wanted the Well, that magic. too. Yeah. So what about the body? Can I, can I jump in and say like a couple other like relevant famous people? Sure. <laughs> that are women? Dated. That are women. Yes, that are women. I was just very impressed that Barack Obama was a, a Leo just because I love him. Yeah. Um, Meghan Markle. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Cara Delevingne. Okay. Anna Kendrick. Love oh, her. She's nice. Yep. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, she had a yeah. falling out with the internet. It, yeah. How? What? Huh? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but I think if you actually look at Jennifer Lawrence, she kind of looks like a lion. She does. That's one of the things that the book goes into, is that they look like lions. Yeah, so as Jennifer uh, Lopez does yeah. as well. She's very lioness Though generally beautiful, there may be a hardness to Leo's face that saves her from ever being considered pretty. She's typically thick-skinned and may look weathered, She's uh, although she's often, fra- uh, often pale, freckled, or uneven in tone. And she has a great head of hair that often causes her some stress in styling because it just is big and everywhere. Like a mane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Demi Lovato. Oh, wow. I don't know who that is. And our favorite, Kylie Jenner. Oh. <laughs> she is a mover and shaker of industries. She moves and shakes. And she is flocked by a billion a young billion. women that yep. would support her to the death. Yes. All right. Uh, so Leo's jaw, like the rest of her, is strong and well-defined. Her neck sinewy. Her shoulders athletically square, as is her upper torso, which boasts very little curve, even at the waist. Leo's tits are legendary. Is What? Does that say Perfectly that? Perfectly formed and almost always symmetrical. These high and mighty masterpieces are certainly worthy of exhibition. Wow. Jennifer Lopez did wear that famous, extremely low-cut dress to whatever award ceremony that was to show off her legendary tits, Yes, as stated by the book. <laughs> Literally, quote from the book. This, this one, I would just want to prepare people who are listening. 
this is like the most graphic sexual chapter I have read in this book so far. Well, she's the knockout. Yeah. I would imagine so. I'd want to hear a physical description of a knockout as well. Her ass is generally on the high side and rounded without the slightest wobble. Wow. So it's a a firm, firm, firm rounded ass. Leo's pubic region is ironically the most demure part of her body encased in a fine, soft peach fuzz. The lioness's pussy doesn't appear the fierce vagina dentata one might expect to uncover. With lips tightly drawn in, the crevice itself is short and subtly situated, her clit decidedly retiring. Still, Leo's kitty is highly sensitive and naturally strong in its ability to grip and squeeze, whereby she easily, hold on, she e- she's easily able to achieve vaginal orgasm with little need for any supplemental stimulation. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's in keeping with like what I would expect as like the obverse of of the Leo man. Yep, and uh, she's got legs like an adolescent boy. Next, <laughs> really? <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like the only negative thing that it said. He had little boy legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but like little boy legs supporting this like firm round butt. It's like what marshmallows on a toothpick. Well, haven't you seen that part in Deadpool, either one or two, where he loses like the, yeah, two, when he loses half of his body and he grows back and he just got little baby legs. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of, like the Leo woman. It's just all sexy up top and then little (laughs) tiny baby legs. Little tiny baby legs. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the women in the Zodiac, she is the most saucy and brazen. She can be loud and pushy prima donna, though rarely demure, even... Uh, though rarely demure enough to fully pull off that title. Okay. She's sassy. Yeah. And that is that is her body. Mm. I would want a Leo fighting on my team, but with me in charge. Ooh. Uh-oh. I bet that says something about your probably. sign as well. <laughs> yeah, you're probably a... A few you months away. You don't know away. what I am. You have to, he's looking it up. Virgo. Nope. Vegetarian. Not at all. (laughs) You're that 13th sign that was made up a few years ago. I'm a Capra Sun. Capra Sun? Yeah, a Capri Sun. I'm a Capri Sun. That's good. That new sign that was made up years ago, isn't that some kind of octopus creature? I don't know. It's something we'll have to look up. It's something that's made up like all the other signs. <laughs> Please continue. What are we learning? Sex and sexuality. Oh, yeah. Down to the fun part. We got through the, the nonsense and now we're having fun. The Leo woman is drawn to men with ardent natures. Those who appear to wear their heart on their sleeves and will commune with the Leo on this particular level that she, where she lives. Latin, Mediterranean, Caribbean, and other mother-loving, emotionally-fueled cultures prone to fervent displays are where she prefers. So then okay. why does Jennifer Lopez says, I ain't your mama? Why does she say it? I said, why does she says it? I've got my own theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your theory? That the Zodiac is bullshit. <laughs> and yet you insisted on doing these episodes. Because it's fun to contemplate. <laughs> okay, please continue. Just because you don't believe something doesn't mean it's not fun. I don't believe Harry Potter. I still have stupid hypothetical like, conversations about it. That's true. 
<clears throat> yeah, she she likes these uh the the dark and handsome type. Ooh, okay. But wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. And loves his mommy. Mm-hmm. I think uh I think I figured out the song for today's episode. Mother lover. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You know that song, right? No. Nope. Lonely Island. You're a mother oh. lover. Uh, I'm a mother lover. You're a mother lover. We should fuck each other's mother. It's fuck their Mother's Day song. Oh. <laughs> and they do. They fuck each other's moms. In oh. the music. <laughs> she practically goes into heat around such fervent, darkly dashing types. Ooh. They embody passion to the Leo woman's mind, and men so seemingly ruled by their hearts are those the lioness seeks to capture. There's no guesswork required of the man Leo fat fancies because she's going to be pouncing her pussy on <laughs> So it is says? Oh my gosh, I'm like, I never know what to expect from this book. No, that's not what it says. She's far more viscerally passionate than ideologically romantic, practically purring in the direction of a lust object, drawing them in, and then she pounces. I'm just translating what the book is saying. Mm-hmm. She pounces that pussy on her. <laughs> I like that visual of pouncing a pussy. <laughs> she does the pursuing, which means for the man she craves, there's nowhere to run Ooh. and nowhere to hide. Damn. Okay, okay, okay. She's like Jaws. So, this is like that lady who put on book. a diaper that was like a former astronaut who put on like one of those astronaut diapers she to drive like six states over to like prey on this guy. Yeah, she might be a Leo. Yeah. You've heard about that, right? No. What's her name? She's, she was an astronaut. Just look up astronaut diaper lady. Okay. Uh, the force with which she shows her feelings is matched only by her devastation should they not be returned. Wow. I feel like she's one of the ones that, like, if she go, she's really into a guy, she'll go after him and be like, we should date. And he's like, nah, I'm into you. And she's like, no, we're going to date. He's like, nah, bitch. Like, no. And then she's like, no, no, you're my boyfriend now. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And I will make and you like, love me. And then down the road, she's like, you never loved me. He's like, I fucking told you that. It's like that girl from Cheddar. Lisa Nowak was the diaper lady. She was an astronaut. She was born May 10th. Darn. Leo. Okay, that was just a guess. Darn. Uh, Those listeners that know, Chowder is what I meant to say. Okay. She's like the girl from Chowder who's in love with Chowder, and he's just like, I'm not your boyfriend. It's great. I love that show. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a little kid show. It's a fun show. It is a particularly Leoan talent to infiltrate a man's heart and disarm him by acting kooky, both amusing and humoring him till she gets her claws in. Being funny is a disguise meant for meant to hide just how fierce she is. So she's not even funny? She's a psychopath. So she, she, she plays with her food before she yeah. devours it? No, she is funny. Oh, okay. She is funny, but it's disguising her actual intentions. Wow. So she, she uses humor not for enjoyment. To disarm you. But to, yeah, disarm you and pull you in and get you intrigued. And then she pussy pounces. <laughs> sounds like a Pokemon move. It sounds pussy like pounce. a pussy pounce. Pussy pounce, go! <laughs> sounds like a rap song. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's an outrageous flirt with a killer's appetite for sex. But sex to the Leo is a vividly demonstrative means of making an emotional attachment. 
Ooh, so she's well, got to have her heart in it. She's got her heart in her vagina. No, she's just she she fucks, but like Too it's emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Leo can handle a fairly active life of sex and dating without getting hurt as much as most. The guys she chews up and spits out included, but she's always holding in her heart that the most fiery fixture. Uh, she's always holding in her heart that most fiery fixture, fixture, hoping that this guy is the one. Oh, okay. oh so she probably reads into a lot to try to. I mean, she's not very cerebral, so she probably can't read. <laughs> She assigns a lot of meaning that's probably not there. Yeah. yeah. That's a therapy term. Use it. He had sex with me once. We're going to get married. <laughs> I've never done that before. Wait a minute. I'm a Leo woman. <laughs> <laughs> she makes nary a distinction between the longing in her heart and the longing in her loins. Mm. Okay. So she could just be horny for that dick and then be like, I'm going to confuse this with love. Which has been a something that has described almost every sign of a woman that we have come across. So every woman confuses <laughs> horniness and love. It's true. It's true. Occasionally. And then you wise up after like 40 or 50 tries. That's why I fell in love with a porn star. There you go. Oh. He's in love with a stripper. That was last week's episode. That's true. <laughs> it is the promise <laughs> of sex, not sex itself, that Leo uses to get a man. No female mate in the Zodiac is more commanding than her. What she wants most in life is to love, and it's something she's wildly capable of doing. So, there's one girl on my Instagram and my Facebook who's very proud of being a Leo. Like, this last week or so she's just been posting it's leo season leo season hashtag leo season and she was actually i really got along with her mm -hmm. we were in the same major together for my uh, one of my degrees and did you you should tell her that she's gonna put some pants on somebody well she has always seemed so innocent <laughs> and she's actually a special education teacher and she's great. She's a great teacher. I've seen her teach, and she's great. But... She thinks with her pussy. Well, she's She just, loves with her pussy. She's always in love. Mm. And I, I think I've seen her go through a couple guys, and it's always like, he's the one. Here it is. And she's very vocal about it, too, almost in a showmanship kind of way, which I'm like, okay. But... And now I'm kind of like having more insight to her. And I'm like, hmm, maybe he just has good dick. She's, this is part of her nature. Yeah. She just loves love. Mm -hmm. yeah. My thoughts on the Zodiac are well known. I don't need to comment on this. <laughs> I'm taking these as they are. Yes. Take them at face value, which is what I try to say on every episode that we do. And I'm these. trying to apply them to yes. what I know. <laughs> that is appropriate and I should not be condescending. <laughs> he also has the internal soul of a 12-year-old we found out last night, according to BuzzFeed. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. That's appropriate for a Gemini. Is that the Gemini? Is that why you like little boy play? Do not like little boy play. Uh, 14 to 21 is the Gemini age range. Mm. Uh, it's 28 to like 
35 or something is the Leo woman's age range, Mm -hmm. which it's never brought up in the Leo woman, but, uh, nobody, nobody is more devoted than a Leo woman. Leo women may put her mate through the emotional ringer, constantly demanding even more proof of his heartfelt interest. Wow. Which sounds obnoxious. So, okay. So she's putting him through a ringer. Um, the emotional ringer? She's like always, she's, she's always like testing and being like, I don't like you that. You have to prove that you have to love, that you love me. Oh, I, I told you this and you didn't respond the way I wanted. So. Well, Give me I'm affirmation. Not, I think I know another Leo woman. I think I know another Leo woman too. Some Leo woman that I might've briefly dated. Oh. 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 Is that not who you're talking about? Nope. But yes. Yeah. The Leo wants a man who can keep up with her. She she enjoys besting and being bested in bed. Ooh, so it's like constantly a, a challenge. It's a whole switch thing. It's like a wrestling match. Like, oh, you're dominating me. I like it. But watch me dominate you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes a special kind of man to be with Leo. One who gives her her fiercest dramas, remaining unruffled, but who will nonetheless refuse to be pussy whipped by her. Yes, that is what it said. Leo learns that for her, Mr. Wrights are few and far between. She may even adopt an anti-male stance. Ooh. Uh, she tends to find the love that she's looking for while she has adopted this anti-male stance and instead focusing on her, per- or her professional career. That makes sense. That's what mine said. Nope. Yep. I'm lying. It wasn't my horoscope. It was my Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Myers-Briggs. An emotionally evolved Leo is living proof that you love, that if you love yourself and concentrate on yourself, the whole world will love you back. I think that's a lesson we all should learn. Yeah. That's why I highlighted that part. You know what? That's the one thing we should take from Leos. Mm -hmm. And not give it back to them. Just take it away from them. Just take it and run with it. (laughs) Uh, Halle Berry's a Leo. <laughs> Leo likes to battle her lover. I just saw the huge list. They have a huge list of celebrities instead of just examples. She also looks very feline. She, oh, wasn't she Catwoman? <laughs> she was Catwoman. Mm-hmm. We, as we all go, <gasps> Catwoman was really a lion woman. <laughs> yep. She loves, uh, the Leo loves to battle her lovers for dominance in the bedroom. Like Annie Oakley, for whom every interaction was a contest at which she secretly hoped to be bested. The Leo woman, to varying degrees of subconsciousness, seeks to be physically restrained or subdued in some way. <gasps> Jerry Hallowell, which was... The spice Girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one was she? She was Ginger the Sexy Spice. spice. Yeah. Sexy Spice? Ginger Spice? Yeah, whatever. Both. She baby spice. She was not baby spice. <laughs> Leo has no special affinity for the dominant girl on top position. Rather, she prefers a carnal contest. Some heated writhing, if not all-out wrestling, flipping, and switching in the course of lovemaking, all the while fervently kissing, licking, groping, and clawing her lover. (gasps) Ironically, whereas the Leo male is mainly vanilla in his sexual taste, there seems to be nothing that the naughty lion-s will not try. Ooh, I said it. I said wrestling. Yep. Dang. She said switching. Yeah. Yep. Um, just real quick, Sarah Brightman is also a Leo. Do you know? Wow. Uh-huh. No? Okay. Phantom a lot of people don't. Yeah. Yeah. 
that play was written for her. Martha Stewart and Gillian Anderson. Believe it. Mm. Uh, indeed, for Leo, sex should feel like play. She- oh, little lions playing. Like, oh my gosh, like, can you feel the love tonight? Aww. Think how they are pouncing around back and forth on top of each other. Yeah. They are lions. We should find out when Nala was born. <laughs> and whether or not she's Simba's sister. She or is. fictional. She is Simba's sister. Because <laughs> if it's based on a real lion pack, she definitely is Simba's sister. Mm. All right. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. She expects her man to be successfully... Eh? Uh, sorry, she expects her man to successfully put her through her sexual paces. The more vigorous and athletic her lover, the better. She actually takes pride in adopting the role of teacher in her favorite subject, sexual education. Looking for the impassioned spark in the student's eyes, Leah woman can, in fact, be fairly nymphomaniacal in her notorious robbings of the cradle. Because she's looking for someone who can go... All night. All night. Nala was born... March 6th, 1968. Is that... What? She's 51 years old? Yep. She is robbing the cradle. (laughs) And her father... It's an unnamed father. It's named. It's Mufasa. The brother and sister. Stepbrother and sister. Or not half brother. Uh, <laughs> the most difficult bit of entering a full time relationship is saying goodbye to the smorgasbord of fresh goodies the infamously famished huntress is wont to devour. It also determines her need to find an expert lover in a mate, not one to bargain on that score. Wow. So, really needs somebody that can keep up with her in the bedroom before she'll settle down. Mm-hmm. Before she invests, she needs to check out the merchandise. So she will always fuck on the first date. Uh, that is actually what it says. Nuh-uh. Yeah, not not lit- not literally those words, but it does say she will have sex early or wait to the time. second date. Mm-hmm. I get that. I understand that. When she does get involved with a man who doesn't fully satisfy her in the bedroom, she will begin to de- develop roving eyes. Unlike some women, to Leo, size does matter, especially when it comes to girth. She encourages a great deal of friction more than most women can withstand before soreness overcomes them. Marathon sex is always on the menu chez Leo. Ooh. So I said that. How would you point that out to me? Chez Leo. Chez Leo. Yeah, menu chez Leo. House menu. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Miss French. I'm going to judge you. <laughs> I'm not judging you. I just wanted to see it. Prolific squealing, moaning, and growling in bed. She's not so much verbal as she's just plain noisy. She's a screamer. She approaches sex from a purely inst- instinctual place. Uh, little interest in games or fantasy role play and is decidedly turned off by guys who seem too in their head in the bed. For her, nothing can replace just playing, going at it, full fucking force. Wow. I added the fucking, but. So she's just like, let's just get after this. Hash it out. Very good. I, I, you know, I'd hook up with the Leo woman. I'd hook up with her. She'd have feelings for me, but I wouldn't reach We haven't gotten to that yet. Uh, she, she feels both parties should enter the erotic arena with the goal of getting off, not as fast, but as furiously as possible. She only watches the second half of the movies. 
Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Not one to ever bother with quickies that many of the other signs enjoy. She won't get out of bed until she's sufficiently satisfied, which often means having more than just the one or even two orgasms. Hers are so explosively complete. And she'll take the interval recovery time to play with her lover, urging him to stay inside, squeezing him as to keep hope alive for another round, or perhaps trying to beat her own record for getting him back up should he go down. Speaking of going down, this is an area about which she's generally unenthused. I have something on a Leo. (laughs) She performs fellatio with savage, if not toothy abandon, making a man fear for his parts. She sees having her kitty licked as a as merely a fleeting precursor to penetration, while Le- while Leo women easily reaches climax via clitoral stimulation, she considers the sensation rather too acute or complete to completely satisfy. Not to mention being a pale substitute for the full body orgasm she luxuriates in when aroused vaginally. Okay, that would make sense. Huh. <laughs> That's my contribution. Is Huh. So, so she likes the main course. Yeah. That's it. And uh, this is, as I said earlier, like the most graphic detail that the book ever goes in, in like describing the actual sexual practice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now we're moving on to the uh, lesbian lioness. Ooh. The lioness, who even when uh, straight identified, can be rather bisexual by nature and has an intense relationship with women overall. She is especially provocative in female company, always pushing buttons, as she does with males, but even to a greater extent to females. Uh, behavior that is intended to test other people, other women's metal and illicit emotions. Leo is compelled to turn up the heat on other females, whose placid nature she blames on society's crushing domination of her gender. Ooh, I love it. Oh, yeah. She's like an activist. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say this because I've been told not to, and I don't know why. Not, not an I don't know why, but like, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to say this because I'm a woman kind of deal. No, no, I'm about to say something. I'm saying that like the Leo would say uh, something. <laughs> I, think, I think we were waiting with bated breath. I know. That's why I was like, yeah, I'm, okay. they're both looking at me like, oh, what are you going to say? I'm like, no, she's going to make a joke or, or say something. Mm-hmm. Just because women aren't supposed to say she's going to be she's pushing op- on the boundaries. She's yeah. going to be openly talking about pouncing her pussy on people. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I pounced my pussy the other day, and everyone's going to go, oh, for shame. Uh, gay Leo's relationships often start with the lioness teasing a woman, gauging whether she has the requisite impassioned responses that she'll later hope to encounter in the bedroom. I think I've encountered a Leo woman before. The gay Leo woman doesn't simply step out of the closet. She's fired out of it, and she has a penchant for pulling others out, too. She enjoys luring a prospective partner away from a man. Wow. Unlike straight Leo, the gay lioness is A-OK with her masculine side, and she tends to play the traditional husband role with a partner in keeping with her generally butch persona. She also loves... Making love to straight women. Ooh. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't necessarily want a gay partner. She's like, I'm fine. Just maybe that's another thing of like the dominating thing. If she knows what she wants and she's going to get it, whether they're straight or, or gay or I think whatever. it's I think it's also like 
a power move where it's yeah. like, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. It goes I, back to yeah. the beginning where it's like this. You don't need a man. I can so, do all of the things that he can do and better. Yeah. And I'm so good at pushing that pussy. <laughs> Is that what lesbians do? <laughs> yes, that's yes, Chris. That's what they do. That's that's it, Chris. <laughs> so good at it that I've turned your team. Though that's not a politically correct term anymore. It's a real bad. I know. I'm not. Don't make a mark on that. <laughs> that's what the book is, describes. Uh, the, the we gay, know it's not politically correct. <laughs> yes. The gay Leo wa- uh, woman wants a pretty waifish wife to call her own, though. So when she is settling down, uh, she wants a uh, a girly girl. When the gay Leo woman does find someone to uh, to love, she falls hard. She is profoundly loyal and demands the same in return. Being born under the sign of parental authority, she projects this quality onto her partnership in the extreme, barring her lover from relationships with ex-turned-friends or even standing friendships as well. Much like a male lion, ironically, who, who, upon encountering a female with cubs, may kill them off to start anew with no competition for his mate's affection, which I described in the previous episode. Yeah. Uh, this domineering attitude makes its way into the bedroom. She demands that her lover play the femme in bed, wearing freely lingerie, performing seductive strip teases, and otherwise indulging in stereotypically female trappings. Leo loves to kick back, letting her lover do the oral servicing, urging her on with verbal taunts before flipping her over to deliver an even more vigorous tongue lashing, licking her in places one wouldn't have thought lingually reachable. Wow. Oh, Oh. (laughs) I think I have encountered a Leo woman. (laughs) Oh, that sounds like an interesting story. (laughs) Leo's association with the fifth astrological house of procreation and children means that gay Leos of both sexes are generally determined to bear offspring to ensure the continuation of their heritage. Sperm is sometimes all the Leo thinks men are good for. Wow. Yeah. Sounds about right. They may prefer, or she's uh, probably going to prefer to produce her own kids with a mate. She would also insist that her children not be born out of wedlock. So even if she's Mm -hmm. uh, finding a a dude to... Supply. Yeah, Yeah. supply. She's going to be married. Mm -hmm. Uh, The lesbian lioness does not take her progeny lightly and is ultimately concerned with establishing dynastic roots, heredity being near... A near preoccupation. Wow. Okay. Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> she's. I, I just. She's very prideful in her own DNA. Yep. Uh, the Leo can fall in and out of love without warning. She is rather promiscuous. She is rarely promiscuous, though. Rarely she'll be. A, or rather, cannot speak. She'll serial marry, remaining eternally hopeful that she'll ultimately meet her next match. So she'll so she'll break it off to marry someone else, but not just keep an affair going. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is the same with the Leo male, where it was like he will break it off with you and not even blink. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he will, you will be forgotten the next day. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Yeah, they are so self centered. <laughs> according to this book, but uh, also very loyal. According to this book, uh, and. Uh, the Leo woman loves to flaunt herself and her sexual identity. 
She meets every straight woman's gaze with an open-faced question mark and every man on his own terms. Wow. And that she will hang out with the dudes while her little wifey catches up with the girls. It does say that. Really? Yep. Ooh, wow. Now on to... Now we take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Break, 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 break. This summer has been horrible. I've been out of work because I had surgery and I need cash. Oh no. I know of a way that you can make money while not even lifting a finger. Well, lifting one finger. Well, maybe you can make your Amazon thing. I'll play it. Can I, can I do it with lifting less than 10 pounds? Yes. How do I do it? You can listen to podcasts. That's what I'm already doing during my recovery time. Yep. If you download PodCoin, it is a podcast app that will pay you to listen to podcasts. It's going to pay me? Uh-huh. It, you, can, uh, you can use the uh, points you get to trade it in for Amazon gift cards or even donate to charity, which is what I did with all of mine. Because I'm a good person. Virtue signaling. <laughs> I could definitely use those Amazon gift cards to buy me more recovery gear. Yeah, Amazon gift cards, Walmart gift cards, all kinds of stuff. But uh, you just have to sign up. For PodCoin, using the promo code KINKCAST, that is capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T, and you'll get 300 points to get you started right off the bat. Perfect. I'm going to do it. Also, if you forget to use the promo code when you sign up, you can still use it right after you sign up. There's a B on your head. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, Chris. I'm going to go make all my money now. Goodbye. Oh, no. She lifted more than 10 pounds. This is an intermission song. You got to give it on. I want to do All right. And now we're going to be moving on to the turn-ons. Ooh, yes. Would you like to read the turn-ons, yeah, Mary? I can read some turn-ons. So start with the straight, and then on the next page is the gay. Alright, so some straight turn-ons for these Leo women are swarthy looks, dark hair and darting eyes, body hair and stubble, Mediterraneans or Latins, rough trade. What is rough trade? Uh, that's like butt stuff. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's what okay. that is. Oh. Would someone like to Google this? Someone at the phone? Defined pecs and biceps. We'll look it up later. Legal teens. What? <laughs> That's like 18-year-olds. 18 and 19-year-olds. Yeah. Flirtation, seduction, penis girth, staying power. Like the power to go all night. Yeah, yes. That's I was processing that and then oh, I figured it out. I thought it, it was the power to stay relevant. Yeah. Oh. I was yeah, I was going through a couple of those options. I have struggle. the power to stay relevant. Let me reference something from the eighties. <laughs> struggle, play fighting and wrestling, being filmed, mm. outdoor and beach sex, male, female, female threesomes, quote primitive role play. Mm-hmm. Oh. Guys, I love Jane. Yeah. Um, Active teasing and tickling. So that means they like to be the ones doing the teasing Mm -hmm. and tickling. Mm -hmm. 
torture, ball play, handcuffs slash whips, exhibitionism, masturbation, male models. But why male models? Because they're sexy and they're just little playthings. Thanks, everyone. Listen to Zoolander. It's a snail. Male strip clubs. 69. Passive. The finest number. Passive anal sex. Ooh, she likes so being anal. Like, they like to receive anal sex. Girl on top and doggy style. <laughs> Some of the gay turn-ons are going to be submissive or naive females. Femmes. Married straight women. Blonde hair and blue eyes. Perky breasts. Tight bottoms. Shaved muffs, long legs. Keep going. Extended, <laughs> extended, <laughs> extended foreplay, top positioning, cross dressing. So is she doing the cross dressing then? Yes. Yeah, because she liked to be more masculine. masculine. Yeah. Strapping on, forcing like forced penetration, where she's actively forcing penetration, flattery slash fawning. Active, heavy B and D. So Ooh. she's the one doing it. And heavy. Yes. And active, light S and M. Mastering, dressing in drag, colorful, kinky lingerie, animal sounds, spanking, showing off, sitting on face, monogamy, and marriage. Wow. That's a, that's a, Pretty robust list of, of different things. Here, I'll do this. She likes uh, she likes stealing from others, but you better be loyal to her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, so here are the couplings for the Leo woman. Um, the first is the straight couplings, the Aries man. Her stealth and self-confidence suggest the vigorous sex he craves. Beyond a mutually intense first attraction, Aries and Leo have their traditional ethics in common. It will always feel like an illicit affair, forbidden and exhilarating. Oops, not a bad pairing, really. Well, but we're, of course, this is we're like... We're talking about the Leo. Yeah. The Leo male was like, gets along with everyone, even the people that he doesn't get along with. Yeah. All right, with the Taurus man, it's a fixation, a relationship between two stubborn types. She's doggedly ambitious, and he's emotionally inflexible. It's difficult to sustain, but there's a reward for trying. Emotional tensions create exceptional sexual heat. That sounds good, too, even though it says that they're stubborn together. With the Gemini man, a.k.a. Chris, They have so much in common, commitment to family, appetite for achievement, a love of lavish spending. Happily, they allow each other plenty of personal space. Sexual independence is often admissible as well. That's interesting. That doesn't sound so heated. Yeah. Huh. Lots of personal space. So we just get to like fuck around? Which is weird because they're apparently against that, but not in this case. It doesn't say fuck around. It, it just, just says sexual independence. <laughs> yeah. 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 So maybe a Leo would make a great fuck buddy for you. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever actually been in a relationship with a Leo, but some of the stuff that was described reminds me of 
someone. So. Okay. How, how this is contradictory with the cancer man. He's clever and commanding. Wait, wasn't cancer like a big dum dum? Yeah, that he was. He was our anglerfish. Yeah, cancer dumb. <laughs> yeah, he's clever and commanding. She confidently holds court. They're meticulous about career matters. Self concerns are joyfully sacrificed for the common good. Sexually, Leo tries tenderness. Cancer takes it up a notch. Doesn't seem like cancer at all, but maybe so. It also doesn't sound like Leo. Sexually, no. she tries tenderness. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's the she, opposite. Maybe she tries it. Maybe his personality brings it out in her. She likes yeah. screaming and tearing. Rawr. Which brings us to Leo woman and Leo man. It's a battle of the wills. A shared need to shine incites glaring problems. At best, they merge into one supernova. Otherwise, they might fall into an emotional black hole. Regardless, they're a lusty couple. I can see that. Yeah. With the Virgo man, when Leo lands in Virgo's life, there's a shift. She's someone he won't seek to change. Heady on adoration, she relaxes into the role of queen consort to this gentleman. In bed, Virgo is easier to take Leo's... Oh, sorry, is... Virgo is eas- eager to take Leo's orders. Sorry. With the Libra man, flattery gets them everywhere. Validation is the basis of their jovial bl- bond. He learns to compromise. Her energy is infectious. In bed, Leo wears the pants, but Libra's content to play passive. Yeah. Which makes sense. <laughs> It's like, I just want to be a domineering lion. And it's like, finally, there's a man that's like, okay. Okay, I'll let you. I'm surprised that there wasn't like pegging on the list. I know, right? Well, it did so, say... Um, strapping on for the gay. For the gay. Penetration. Yeah, yeah. For the... It's such like the active anal. No, no, no. I'm no, so, talking for the... for the Yeah. That's, yeah. She liked, she liked being anal. Yes. Anal. <laughs> a verb. Um, all right. With the Scorpio man, a stressy couple, exceptionally intent upon success. She's out to prove her worth. No matter the cost, he'll cash in on her credibility. Tempers often flare. His fantasies can be hardcore, but she may well entertain them. So here's my thing. Scorpios are super into role playing, Mm -hmm. but before it said that Leos are not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They want to just get to the pounding. Yeah. 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 Enough with the foreplay. Let's get down to, to. I think it's fun that they fight a lot, though. Yeah. With a Sagittarius man, their courtship is formal, enveloped in etiquette, played by the rules. She's a nurturing presence. He's that stud she's been searching for. Waiting is a way to build excitement. Their first encounter is explosive. Hmm. With the Capricorn man, two precocious characters whose individual independence dwindles once they're a duo. He is especially possessive. In bed, it's dirty, perhaps more daring than either would venture with another. Worship is the key word. She does like being worshipped. That's that's interesting. With the Aquarius man, it's an indelible impression. Their bond develops via emulation. She might mimic him. Furthering ambitions is a prime motivation. He's inventive and erotic. She needs straightforward sexual expression. 
seems so can he so is the inventiveness getting in the way of that it's it seems like that it never really explains like i feel like these can be applied yeah it also never really goes outright and it's like yeah these are a terrible fucking couple Mm -hmm. yeah like it'll be like oh this and this go along together and blah 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 and then eh, sometimes it's not as like nice sometimes Mm -hmm. like the the worst it said was like the leo male which is like yeah sometimes they'll become a supernova or a black hole Yeah. yeah that's weird all right finally with the pisces man He's a mystery she's keen to uncover. Resolute, she pursues with a frightening intensity. Together, natural aptitudes turn a profit. Everything is accomplished her way. Lovemaking moves at Leo's fast pace. She's going to gobble that fish. I was about to say, yeah. she's, she's, that is a good match right there with that, with that fishy guy. All right, with the gay couplings, with the Aries woman, it's a warm and romantic, optimistic pair. That's you, right, Dana? Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo assumes the role of mentor. In the extreme, she'll exploit her power over Ares, seeking ever more worship and obedience. But most often, it's a keeper. Could you worship a Leo? Maybe. I don't know. If if she really likes to go at it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, With the Taurus woman, the Taurus-Leo liaison is about learning to give way, letting go, allowing deepest feelings to surface. Often they flirt with rougher edges of existence. Sex is raunchy from day one. Love with a buzz appeals. Ooh, yeah. I like that yeah, one. Get drunk and do it. Yeah, that's nice. Are they bees? Um, Queen bee. Yeah. yeah. Is it Virgo? All right, with the Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> with the Gemini woman, they invite controversy, indulging differences. These two are often playfully at odds in public. Egocentric sorts, domestic bliss may elude them. If love languishes, friendship blossoms. Sexually, each is the other's best. Ooh, damn, Gemini. Dang. Um, with the Cancer Woman, emotionally fulfilling after an initial period of testing, of course, with the Leo. If they survive struggles, it's often a loving long term coupling, but to others, they're exclusionary. In bed, cancer submits to the lioness's supremacy. Wow. Oh, right. Well, that sounds about right. Leo woman on Leo woman. Huge egos are hoisted even higher, often an elite irksome twosome. This is rarely a casual affair. At best, they find phenomenal success. In bed, it's all about tough love. Sex is rough, perhaps punishing. I would, yeah, I would imagine it's yeah. two dogs yeah. just beating each other. Oh, gosh. That would be intense. But to be a fly on the wall, to, like, yeah, just, really. Oh, wow. That's yes. happening now. That's Under impressive. that pussy like a speed bag. They both had, like, strap-ons on, just, like, hitting each other with them. Yeah, I'd have to, like, take it's notes. A sword fight. Like, it's a wow. sword fight. They'd be like, <laughs> We're not I'm dominating anywhere. you. No, I'm dominating you. <laughs> All right. With the... Um, Wow, with the Virgo woman, um, which is Chloe, oh, our guest from the last episode. Okay, a stimulating association. Life is lively. Often, a shared spiritual practice develops. Virgo finds power in passivity, especially in bed where she's the object of Leo's lust. Jealousy is a possible pitfall. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> womp, womp. With the Libra woman, That's Libra. Me. 
plays hard to get, often abstaining until Leo absolutely insists. Wait, I thought you were a sunny day. A Capri Sun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Have a juicy juice. <laughs> Socially, they're a superficial pair. With the focus on personal pursuits, they mightn't develop much depth. Sexually, stimulation comes from the confrontation. Well, that's a that's a that's, that's one of the as worst negative as you yeah. can get in this yeah. book. I, it's like they don't get along, and Angry sexually, fucking. they don't get along either. Yeah, man, and I will say, like the whole time, I'm like, nope, no, nope. All right, with the Scorpio woman, a shift. Leo's agenda is unalterable, so Scorpio's forced to face herself. Often, she'll simply lose an interest. Sex is their way to recover from distress, and the light of day is far more difficult to doctor. Hmm. So really, sex is their only, I don't Saving know. Saving grace. Yeah. All right, with the Sagittarius woman, a classic combination. Friendship is foremost, but sexually, they don't suffer. Arguments erupt over extravagant spending. Life is glamorous. Love making smacks of Luke's. Smacks um, of what? Luke's. L U X E. Oh, Lux? Uh huh. Luke's. Lux. To Lux. To Luke's. I've never heard Luke's. Luke's. Do you say Luke's? Like Luke Perry? It's all this French I've been reading. Wait, what? Pampering each other is a passion. <laughs> Was is it, it Lux? It's Lux. Lux. L-U-X-E. Lux. Yeah. Lux. Lux. Yeah. She was uh, Frenching salmon. it. She was Frenching it. Some a lot of not Lux. Nah. Eat a yeah, cookie. some Jewish Eat a salmon. Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Capricorn woman. They make a formidable pair. Stylish, ambitious, ostentatious. Making mischief is their social modus. Still with mature cap, Leo gleans life lessons. As for sex, it's purity in public and purescence in private. They're ladies in the streets and freaks in the sheets. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like that pairing. I don't know. That was wholesome. Yeah. Um, Okay. The Aquarius woman. More reciprocity makes this relationship a success. Um, So Aquarius should dodge some of Leo's demands. Best case, they're a droll duo. Lively, larger than life. Sex is luscious when Leo lets herself be led. Oh. And finally, with the Pisces woman, romantic and unrestrained, this relationship is at turns exhausting and enlivening. Pisces is attached, but the lion needs her space. Professionally, they're perfectly suited. Sexually, Pisces has her lover by the pussy. Yeah. Go, Pisces. That's pretty thorough. Grab the lion's pussy and hold on. Yeah. Pisces has her lover by the pussy. Interesting. The more you know. And that is Leo Woman. Yes. I'm yes. guessing this is an extra long episode. It is a long episode. Episode 98. I can't believe we've made it this no, far. We're two away. Oh my goodness. Very exciting stuff. Well, if you enjoy this episode, you should definitely reach out to us um, and leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we only accept five stars right now. We're boosting our five star numbers. So if this uh, episode was intriguing to you, please go and leave us a review. Otherwise, you can um, uh, posit questions or raise issues or uh, just send us a message on Twitter. Twitter at Kingcast Podcast, on Facebook at Kingcast Podcast, and at Gmail, at Gmail, on Gmail, in yeah. Gmail. At Kingcast Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. 
We we respond to literally everyone. Yeah, we except literally for the do. one person a few months ago whose email I accidentally deleted. <laughs> <laughs> but they sent another email a few days later, so eh, it's all good. You can also take a look at our artistic representations of Leo women at our Instagram, and it's just Kinkcast. Kinkcast on Instagram. Kinkcast we on Instagram. We just started it, so. It's new. Yeah. It's shiny. It's fresh. And you can also message us there. Share yeah. us with your friends. And apparently I'm supposed to be revealing the color of my panties on a recording after a certain <gasps> five-star reviews are asked my panties colors. Did that, that happen? Did what? that happen? Uh, no, no one's asked for, five, for my panty color yet. I know you got oh. another five-star review. Yeah, but they didn't ask for a panty color. Yeah. Well... well. <laughs> Anyways, I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Yeah, give us five star reviews, and I might say it if <laughs> you ask politely. And give us five stars, and we'll see you next week for episode ninety nine. They're brown because they're covered in dookie. Oh no, <laughs> no, Chris, that's what smells in here. God. <laughs> <laughs>